CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back to Star Wars Minute. It's the daily podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and reattach C-3PO's eyes. The Star Wars Uh, movies, uh. one minute at a time. Uh, I'm Pete the Retailer from PeteTheRetailer.com. I'm Alex Robinson from ComicBookAlex.com. And I am Paul Shear from the comedy special Crash Test that you can get on Vimeo or iTunes. Yeah, thanks thanks for joining us this whole week, Paul. I'm so excited. I am such a huge fan of uh, both of you guys and the podcast in general. You're doing the Lord's work. Um, we, in the last minute, we're talking about Padme's age. And I, mm-hmm. I, I, and I, I just looked it up here, uh, and I wanted to, what, well, you know now. I, so, I, I, I yeah. just, while I was reading, I, I just looked over there Did and I saw right? that, yeah. Nine. That can't be She's supposed true. to be nine? Yeah, that doesn't make any well, this sense. Is, what's the source of this? Wait. Is it, is it Wikipedia? It's, or? uh, StarWarsWiki.com. Wait, oh. maybe, <sighs> hmm. Because that, that opened. Oh, a, no. Okay. What year so, is she no, born? Sorry, sorry. I'm wrong. Okay. Padme was 14 and he was five years younger. So she, he's nine, she's 14. She's 14. But at okay. 14, it's... Well, I'm it's, having a hard time buying that one too. How old was she when she actually was in it? I think she was... Well, I think we've established she was like 17 or 18. Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe so, right. All right. So it's not bad. I mean, she's you know a what? petite girl, so she could... Yeah. Right. Of course, this brings up the question, who would elect a 14-year-old girl to be their queen? But yeah. that's, that's well, a whole different bag of worms. I mean, you don't know how the Naboo <laughs> politics works. It's a very, you know, it's like the king and queen of England. It's a very much like you're there, but you don't right. have to do that much. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think they address this on the Wikipedia, and they say they tended to pick young because they wanted, like, a fresh, optimistic viewpoint. Because hmm. no one is more optimistic and cheery <laughs> right. than 14-year-old girls. If Live <laughs> Journal taught me anything. <laughs> she was 18. When she made, so she was playing okay. four years younger. Yeah, not yeah, bad. That's yeah. not too bad. So she's an eighteen-year-old having proto-romantic scenes with an eight-year-old. Right. <laughs> it wouldn't work the other way around. If it was a eight-year-old girl and an eighteen-year-old no, no, no. boy, we totally. This is like a ma- this is a fantasy. I mean, right here. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. So we're uh, talking about minute forty of the Phantom Menace, Star Wars Episode One. So much to talk about in this one. It uh, starts out with Anakin stuffing C-3PO's eye back into his socket, uh, back into C-3PO's own socket, not into Anakin's socket. That would be <laughs> totally weird. But uh, uh, but for foreshadowing the Darth Vader, he's yeah, part right. machine, yeah. part man. Uh, and uh, it ends with Obi-Wan uh, telling uh, Charbet, pretending to be the queen, uh, not to send any transmissions. So... Uh, yeah, we get we get a little the beginning of C three PO. You know, we saw kind of his his lifeless husk there for a second, but now we see him kind of up and walking around and so so exciting when you're in the theater for the mm-hmm. first time seeing this. You're like seeing three oh, PO. My God! <laughs> now you also have the minute like, and this is what I remember having this when I had this thought. Like, you see the trailer and C three PO's in it. And you're like, whoa, cool. How do you not remember anything? Right. So you again you back. Yourself into the corner in a hard way by saying these characters have been around. And then, like, there's no way, which is what everyone assumed was going to happen. 
erase their memories. Like what a boring, you know, I get like, but like, so you, you are effectively handcuffing yourself. You're like, well, we need to have these characters there. But anyway, my argument is, do you need to have these characters there? Like, are they there for a point or are they there just because Lucas is like, yeah, you guys are going to like this. You're going to like, you're going to like Jar Jar eating the chicken or the Sukis or whatever. And you're going to, you're going to like, you're going to like this, this kid, this little dummy made a, let's see, three Hey, look at that. It's all connected. Prequels on the best. Hey, there you go. There you go. Kids. It does feel a fan service to me, especially the fact that they brought R2 along on this trip for no reason. Because no he doesn't right. have anything to do. Reason. So he they would just never be the... out of a, <laughs> never Although, be out. He was the one who had the readout of the parts that they needed. But oh, later okay. on we see that Qui-Gon has a little hollow projector right. which seemingly is like could have any, you know. Right. They have to bring along a whole astromech droid because it has, you know, a yeah. thumb drive's I, worth of information. Hey. But uh, yeah, yeah considering we've already seen Obi-Wan and you know, we're going to see Greedos and all sorts like I don't know, it seems like they could have paced the fan service a bit and had C3PO not show up until later right. on. But well, uh, I I feel like at some point George Lucas said that RTD2 and C3PO are the only characters that kind of the fall are, they call the floth the the floth flow through but that's oh. they're kind of the uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of yeah. the Star Wars universe they've been around yeah. through everything which I do like in theory but do they have to be that interconnected to our main characters right. like that is kind of crazy like and um I think it's cooler that if you didn't like it wasn't like like this universe is Star Wars universe is so massive yet Everyone's one degree of separation from each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's sort of the way. I guess they've always. That's sort of the way it goes now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, right. you know, uh, Aunt Beru built the Millennium Falcon. And, <laughs> uh, Slave One was built by. I want to uh, see that movie now. I just think that there are just like little things that they could have done that just like just put them out there. Because again, C three PO doesn't serve that much of a purpose. Like, I, you know, um, in this, it's, in yeah, this, not yeah. at all. And like, why not have him build it in the second one? Yeah. yeah, or yeah, or have him just you know he works in a junk shop. Why not just have him find kind of you know a there droid a, in there? There, there is, is a C three PO in there. Yeah, uh, I pointed to it uh, for those of you listening. Uh, like, as, like we're a in the junk shop right there. Um, I wanted to ask you guys a question. Get your honest opinion on it. Sure. Do you think Anthony Daniels hates it or loves it when he's not in the suit? Hmm. I think oh, because um, in this one he's hmm. not in the suit. This is a CGI. Uh, That's true. Oh, it isn't. Oh, it's it's a guy with a puppet. Isn't it Anthony Daniels himself? No, it's not because it was too heavy. It's like a puppeteer and they wearing a green suit and they just CGI the puppeteer out. So they rig removal the guy. Yeah. Okay. uh, So it is a puppet on sticks. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think Tony Daniels was on set or anything. I think he just Mm. did. And I guess like my thought is, well, what what do you guys think? Do you think that he loves loves not being on set and just doing it in an ADR booth somewhere in California or? Well, your well, instinct is that they, he must like it because he doesn't have to get into the suit and be right. It, and the fact that he does it at any chance he gets, you know, any anything with C three PO in it, he will be the voice of C three PO. Yeah. It doesn't I matter mean, what. I, I went to the celebration where they played the second trailer, the one where it's like right. we're home. Yeah, that one, and um, and he literally took over like as if everyone's there, but uh, Harrison Ford, and he took it over like hey, you guys are all here to see me. <laughs> so. I think there's a part of him that's like, get me in that suit. I need, like I am. Get, I want. He wants in that suit as much as he can. Like not even just doing the voice. Like, yeah. I think he's like, oh, it's a pain in the ass. To put the suit on. Put this on. Put this on. <laughs> oh, I hate this. It's yeah. awful. <laughs> I think he probably. All right. Yeah. So the actuality of it, you know, being in the suit is a pain. But he would much rather be in it than have somebody else be in it. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. So he's protective of it, but doesn't, you know, if he had his way, maybe he would just be C-3PO in a, you know, in voiceover the whole time. But if it comes down to him or somebody else performing the body of C-3PO, he would totally want to be, he wants that chance. He'd totally squeeze himself in there. Oh, yeah. I think he, I mean, he seems to be the one who keeps his body in the best shape. Like, um, and I don't know anything about how much Peter Mayhew is, I have not done the research, a Force Awakens. I don't know how much is Peter Mayhew. I don't know how much is some other guy that we're never going to hear the name of. Right. But the way that I've seen Peter Mayhew in life, <laughs> yes. I'm going to guess there's a sitting down scene. They put that costume on him. They go, cut. That's a picture up on Peter Mayhew. Like <laughs> he's not. He's not a well, a physically well jointed man. He's had. Right. His, he's a tall man. He's had a lot of physical problems. Yeah, hundred percent. So, but uh, but Anthony Daniels is in there doing ellipticals, whatever. He is yeah. staying in good <laughs> shape. Yeah, he must have to stay thin too. Yeah, he's really yeah. got to be a, yeah, a he's lean gotta... fellow. Um. So also uh, some ring theory stuff. Salacious Crumb pulls out C-3PO's eye in Return of the Jedi. Ooh. In this minute? Uh, very close to this oh. minute. Oh, wow. So, but it's so, and obviously now we're seeing Anakin reattaching that eyeball. Right. When did his eye get pulled out or get messed up in Empire? Did he, or didn't he get like a little beaten uh, down? Well, he got blown up, but not specific. There was no okay. eye injury oh, specific. I thought thing. there was, I thought they'd grab it. Oh, maybe it was like those, uh, those pigmen oh, were right. messing with the his eyes or something. Throwing yeah, his head yeah. back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, just head back yeah. and forth. Football. Football opio. Also, C3PO. Says, uh, introduces himself, I am C3PO, human cyborg relations, yes. which is, of course, uh, his catchphrase. And that is, oh, another, right. adds to our, we're keeping a tally of all the direct quotes from the original oh, Star okay, Wars. Okay, nice. And so he says, I am C3PO, human cyborg relations, twice in this minute. So I'm not sure yeah. how to count that as hmm. this two separate. You got to count it twice. Okay. It's, yeah, two, two quotes. I mean, because right. I, I actually thought that was a problem with the script. I was like, why? Why again? Why did he say <laughs> I again? Actually, I actually yeah. thought it was funny because it shows how he's kind of like brand new. He's like a baby. Oh, okay. He doesn't right. know what you're seeing. Oh, Everyone okay. he introduces right. like he should have introduced himself to like the lamp and like everything <laughs> right. around the room as like, hey, I'm just got here. I'm human cyborg relations. Well, my other question was, is Anakin programming them then, or is that a chip? Because if it's a chip that he put in there, then he should be not a baby. But if Anakin made him, is Anakin intelligent enough to make a human cyborg relations protocol droid? I feel like that he just kind of found a computer in the junkyard, turned it on, like fixed it up, and okay. whatever was on there already is okay. just kind of like, uh, you know, yeah. that's, that's hardwired into Got him it. to be. So maybe, maybe probably you have know, to learn. installed a couple of plugins, something like that. Yes. But overall, okay. it's just yeah. a, like know, he there's a, a base operating board. system yeah. and... Uh, well, in that very scene, uh, I, I've mentioned this in the past, and I can never point out exact examples, but this is an example of R2-D2 saying his own name. R2-D2 oh. saying his own name? Yeah. When C-3PO says, oh, oh hello, right. I'm C-3PO, and like, uh, he does that beep scene, he's like, do 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 and that is R2-D2 saying his name, and I, we've, we can, it, it happens more than just here. It Every happens. time he's introduced, does it... No, because it's uh, he didn't say it in the when he was being introduced to the queen earlier. But the um, did he say it when he said when in Star Wars when he like meets Luke and stuff? Uh, I think I have to go back. I can never remember remember the exact moments. But R two that's R two D two saying his name. Uh, I, I'll put together a supercut of like uh, like three times. So and it's always the right. It's always the right. It's always the same. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be nice to think that Ben Burt paid that level of attention. Where I he, think he uh, did. I think he had to. I yeah. mean, Ben okay. Burt is on on his yeah. point now. But I want to talk about this. R two D saying his name, but <sighs> I'm really gonna take a moment here because sure. this is best friends meeting each other for the first time. Right? This is 
for characters that exist throughout the the history that we know, or not Knights of the Republic, but for that we know. <sighs> this is the the best friends, and it's so boring and inconsequential. Their first meeting is so. You like, know, isn't that how all of us, isn't that kind of like what real life is like? You meet someone, you don't, it's not like when you meet someone, you know, except for my lovely wife, who I knew from the start, I was going to yeah. marry her. It's not like I was <laughs> like when I met other people, well, I was I, like, this person's going to be a big factor in my life. I guess what I think would have been cooler is if they met under a moment of stress, a moment of something, like, you know, like a, a, in a you heightened... You wanted a cute meet. I didn't need them to bump heads and then like, oh, oh these are your postcards. Oh, yeah, no, they're my postcards. I didn't need that. But I did need I – did, I want them – I just wanted something more than simply them meeting. I mean that's – It isn't very dramatic. It's that's not – it's like – and it doesn't have to be like they – like I'm in my mind, it's like the the extreme version of it is a, some sort of a gunfight or some sort of a crazy moment. Or they meet – like C-3PO is working on another one of the pod racers and they bump into each other and he gets kind of pulled in with – you know. It's so nothing. It's so <laughs> like you know, and and it and it's sort of like it's for something that we know is not boring. It's so f-ing boring. Yeah. There seems to be a pattern of unfortunately choosing less exciting choices for like instead. Oh, instead of having Qui Gon say, "Oh my gosh, I can really feel the force in this guy." Let's introduce a sandstorm, which has no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, a neutral thing that has zero, zero other impact or something like that. Right. So. And let's just have them meet like casually in in somebody's room. Like, yeah. Uh, like, oh, how do you do? Like that's right. not this kind of you know. Well, even when you, Anakin... want, you want something, and it's like, and then immediately R two D two is like cracking wise with them. And it's like, is that a, is that a is that a thing of art? I mean, I guess R two is like a little bit. Fun, but it, I don't know. It's just it, it, like when I watch it in this yeah. moment by itself, it's just like, oh. Well, Padme and Anakin, too, when they meet, and they're the big romance of the yeah. prequels. And when they meet, it's just kind of like, a, hey, how you doing? Uh, right. you know? Well, well and, he does and, have that, that pickup line. <laughs> That's true. Are you an angel? Well, you know, and here's the, here's the thing that I guess maybe we should talk about for a second is what you said. In my real life, when I meet somebody, it doesn't like, you know, it does not um, like uh, it, the sparks don't go off, right? Right. But this is a movie, yeah, and yeah. And, 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 <laughs> and it's and it's and it's a big moment in a movie, and it's and yes, it's it's almost like Lucas even approaches when we talked about this a, a, a couple of days ago, like to approach this film as if he didn't care, like he's like yeah yeah yeah, well this one's just gonna be fun and goofy and just be about the world, and then we'll get into the story. But it's like no no no, like you're introducing huge like. Six episodes are, you know, like huge things. I don't know. Yeah, it becomes a big deal. I mean, to me, I think it's so easy to have just made that interaction better. C-3PO could have been in the house and not letting them in. C-3PO in the house! What, what? I want to see that <laughs> kid play C-3PO. But, like, don't you think, like, th- like that would have just even been a funny, like, hello, welcome to my house. It, it, no, you cannot come in here. What is your ID? You do what? Yeah. Like, just something. <laughs> give it a moment of... Uh, immediate, like, because what it is is like, well, I'm gonna flip him on. He's not gonna do anything. Then he's gonna sit down and then get immediately insulted by R2D2. Where it's like, just show him being a fuss bucket and then getting slammed by R2D2. You could have done the same thing. Oh, also, uh, one last thing. Uh, C3PO also says when he first stands up, this floor is not entirely stable. Oh, also a quote from The Empire Strikes Back when they're yeah. on the uh, 
when they're on the asteroid. Yeah. Oh, when the, when the ship did is all not moving. So know that. So oh, three people busting out three direct quotes in the space of a minute. Good job. <laughs> that, that's the the plugin that they installed. It's the Star Wars quotes pack. <laughs> the soundboard. Like, oh. <laughs> did you guys have that? I had that for my old like computer or Star Wars like uh, yeah, audio oh, yeah. quotes. Um, the uh, you could put it like instead of when your mail came in, it would be like you know, sir, you know. Yeah. Like, but um, the uh, <laughs> so there is attention to detail in this script. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've said this a couple of times that if you take the script as is and refilm it, it's it's a much more interesting movie. Like you can you can make an interesting movie out of it. It's all in the Better execution. Better casting and yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. it's not all in the execution. But there's a lot that gets lost in the execution. I would love mm-hmm. someone actually to go back. And, well, I guess you'd have to keep hating Christensen. I was gonna, like go back <laughs> and make a Clone Wars movie that really right. did a good job of like, oh, we can do a prequel, but we can redo the prequels. No. Yeah, that Clone Wars movie they made was not very good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I've heard. I didn't see it, actually. But, yeah. uh, well, all right. Well, um, Paul, thanks for coming uh, joining us no, all week. Uh, my pleasure, guys. This was uh, a great honor to revisit this film that you made me actually want to watch again. My wife, who I co-host uh, How This Get Made With, she has never seen – I don't think she's ever seen any of the Star Wars. She admits – she says she has – and there's been a lot of debate whether or not I would introduce her to these at all, and I don't think I will. No, <laughs> certainly no. don't start there. I don't yeah. think you have to start there. I, I, like, I think I want to see the proper Phantom edit. I know there's one online, but it's not Topher's. I know Topher's. I think is apparently a little bit more artistic. The one I saw is really cutty, hmm. uh, and like to the point where like, well, this is like. If you saw the movie, you understand what's going on. There's no, like, finesse to it. Yeah, it's very much like a, like, you're like, well, I only have 45 minutes to watch this movie. So here's yeah. all the beats as not, there's no thought to, like, yeah, how making it a good together. movie. It's yeah. kind of like, a, you're just cutting out all the parts it's where like, no one's I need talking. to watch Star Wars on my commute. So what do yeah. I, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, well, thank you guys so much. And I, I hope to come back uh, when you guys attack some clones. Yeah. All right. Well, we're, we're locking you into that now. All right. That's a promise. <laughs> uh, but yeah, everybody else, I hope you come back uh, tomorrow. No, Monday. Sorry, I forgot it's a Friday. I hope you come back Monday. For, um, we're going to have a brand new episode. Uh, in the meantime, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, all that stuff. Star Wars Minute. and uh, Star Wars Minute. Star Wars Minute. Star Wars Minute. Star Wars Minute.